What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories behind some idol champions, coolest campaigns, and characters. Every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Or no, 11 a.m. Twitch.tv slash After Dark. Yes, uh, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the idol champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're thus live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave. Hi, I'm Erin M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring three of your favorite Idol Champions champions, Farida, Havilar, and Mahen. I am a content designer for Idol Champions, and I play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrollers. B. Dave Walters. I say words about things. Non-ironically, TV's B. Dave Walters. Uh, and tomorrow, running D&D for the cast of Stranger Things on Netflix. It's finally yeah. here. It's finally happening. So I can finally talk about it. And... Uh, Normally, I'm just drinking my protein shakes just because I feel like it. But today, there's a hint on what it is that we're talking about. It's very fair. Very fair. Yeah, um, we are going to be talking about druids today because a new champion is coming to the game immediately after this episode. Uh, Merowyn from Oxventure is uh, going to be joining the game with the Dragon Down event. And so we thought it'd be fun to talk a little bit about druids because I don't think we've had a druid join the game since Penelope. So some fun, some fun times to, to, to talk about it. Um, Wait, Tatiana's in the game, isn't she? Tatiana's oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's a druid. Right. Well, she's a barbarian she's druid, she's, but yeah. Penelope is pure druid in yes. every way I can mean that. Yeah. <laughs> she's so pure. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to take her out of the uh, Modron costume uh, ever again because so it's cute. it's so perfect as is. Um, oh, also Yorvin. That's fair. Yorvin was a druid. Yeah. So we 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 had opportunities. Well, apparently, that we we've up. been slacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Us. Dang it. Um, <laughs> so, druids. Where do, where, where do y'all want to start with druids? Uh, so, okay. So, um, as I'm intermittently still taking vitamins and communing uh, <laughs> with, 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 with nature here. Um, eh, okay. So, druids are the nature warriors. Back in the day, uh, it was kind of like the big three classes were wizard, cleric, druid. Um, mm. In D and D itself, in three point five, at one point, druids were by a wide margin the strongest. Like their animal companion, the bears. If you could have a bear that was stronger than a single class fighter, and the joke was, "I'm a I'm a bear riding a bear that shoots bears," because <laughs> <laughs> they could summon woodland creatures. So that was a the thing they could do. Um, normally but not always well they're they're defined by their connection to nature uh Mm -hmm. second to that usually they are a lot of them most of them have the ability to wild shape which is to turn into an animal of some sort uh some are better at it than others some don't actually turn into animals they turn in like fire spirity things but that's the high level thing it's like if clerics get their powers from gods wizards get their powers from knowledge druids get their powers from nature nature Mm-hmm. <laughs> in jazz hands and and so druids uh you know, the there there's there's kind of a pattern in a lot of D classes of the subclasses being similarly named and for this most of them are circles actually i think looking at them all of them are circles um and that comes from some you know old-timey uh uh ways of doing things but I, I i like that there is you know circle of dreams circle of spores circle of stars um yeah the idea of this circle is that like this is your sort of 
local druid club <laughs> that you join. Um, local 305 it, of druids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go hang out and talk about spores in the forest. I, that's not quite it. But. Saying Egon Spangler was a druid. <laughs> I'm not saying he wasn't. We're not, like, not saying that. Yeah, you, right. you heard it here first. Egon Spangler, Circle of the Spores. Um, so, I mean, yeah. but think about it. No, 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 no. Let that one tumble around in your head for a minute. And I want you to hate how true it is. Moonbeam <laughs> is a is a proton pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I want you to circle it around in your head and hate. How accurate it is, especially like you very easily could have a character that their whole thing was they were anti-ghost and undead because they violate the natural order. There was a circle of the spores drew it and became a ghostbuster. My- <laughs> I love it. There you go. Because I Fair. think a lot of times we go like druids that's sort of hippy dippy and like, you know, flowers and stuff. But if you are drawing your power from like the natural order of things, why couldn't you have a scientist druid? Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Why Think indeed. about yeah, Egon Spangler turns into a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Harold Ramis bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's bad? There's got to be an episode of the real Ghostbusters where this happened. They did weird stuff on that cartoon. Yeah. That explains that freaking gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. you go. We just answered that timeless question for you. One of them must have been an artificer to have that talking car. Yeah, sorry. It's completely beyond the scope of this, but if you have a free minute, kids, Google the legal battle that went into the Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. Oh, it's it was so good. Quintessentially 80s. Just eating. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so, so besides the circle being your, your club of friends you go hang out in the forest at, what does a circle do for you as a druid? Well, it, it would take a step back from that. Okay. You know, like, like, like so many things in D&D, this was based on a real world and real life. In, uh, in the Celtic, Celtic Druids, the original Druids, most of their history is destroyed. So a lot of the things we think we know is kind of hearsay. They would meet in groves and they would meet literally in Druid circles, circles. And, and get together and do their thing. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the broad inspiration for this. Okay. Just had to had to establish oh. where we're coming from. Uh, th- I don't. I will never argue with history coming up in one of my shows. Um, <laughs> so, but what what does it do mechanically in D and D? So uh, mechanically, oh wait, hang on. I got my quote. We're ready for my quote. Oh 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 oh, I'm here. It's true. We're ready for my quote. Some dismiss them with a sneer as flower lovers. Hey, Aaron. But I warn such scoffers that a few herbs or plant medicines would aid us today, were it not for the. Lo- Wait, I warned the scoffers that few her herbs or plant medicines would aid us today were it not for the lore and work of the druid circles of Faerun. That's from Beldrith Tarlantar, Sage of the Old Ways. That's a dope name. That, that, was, a, that was an interesting name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say just also, as, as we're kind of coming at this at it, it, it all sides all at once, it's like a pizza buffet at a, at a kindergarten. You know, they were like, <laughs> It's a, That's a very so, evocative metaphor, and I love it. And yet, not inaccurate. Put that not up perfect. there with Egon, it's the perfect. circle of spores, Drew. <laughs> Search your feelings; you know it to be true. Um, this, I mean, this line is a hazy one, but so clerics get their powers from gods. 
and clerics can fight, but paladins are the holy warriors. Mm-hmm. Druids get their power from nature, and druids absolutely can fight, but rangers are the nature warriors. That's kind of the division mm, between those okay. two things, you know? Um, again, I've never they, thought about them like that before. That's, yeah. You, you poke at it, it collapses pretty quickly, but, but ostensibly. It, it, yeah. it, no, it, but it, yeah. I, I, think, I think it stands enough that it's like, yeah, that, that, does, that does track. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I mean, that was the logic. Uh, you know, your, your mileage may vary now. <laughs> um so uh the what what your circle does like so in in the physical game of, of D&D everybody has you know the the things that everybody gets and then you have your subclasses. Uh my I'm very much jumping ahead because I'm that person. My uh, in, in straight into uh the obscene optimization you can do with a druid. <laughs> you optimization t- what? <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to broaden my horizons, you know, diversify the brand. You know how it is. I'm going to tell you how to make a character that is literally unkillable. Let's do it. I'm I'm here for this. So the character that I won D&D with that was a cautionary tale was a druid in 3.5. Not going to tell you how to do that. I'm just going to say I actually beat this game and it was actually sadly unfulfilling. I'm just going to tell you about a character that can't die. Uh, It is a barbarian two uh totem bear totem barbarian in the rest circle of the moon druid and the reason why that is when you uh is it or is it three i think you have to get three as a barbarian um when you yeah it's three when you rage as a barbarian you take half damage if you are a bear totem barbarian you take half damage against everything except psychic damage that applies when you wild shape so wild shaping is when a druid turns into a different creature. A circle of the moon druid can wild shape as a bonus action, and you can turn into more creatures and stronger creatures and faster. And when you turn into a creature and you die as that creature, you turn back into a druid and then turn into another creature. So you literally have to get killed. I once got one character got dropped to zero seven times. <laughs> because of all the tricks up my sleeve wow. that I had to stay in That's the fight. Wild. Yeah. So you change into your monster, you rage, you take half damage the whole time. When you get knocked to zero, you just turn into another creature, including the creature you just turned into. If you want to do the whole thing all over again, while you wear the bad guys down, it will bring joy to your heart <laughs> and heartburn to your DM. Yeah. I was about to say, I uh, apologize to all DMS uh, who know that their players are watching this right now. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I want them to know I did it. (laughs) I want them to know. Tell them it was me. (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. So, so then, uh, going back to, to the, the original question, which was what is circles do mechanically for, uh, players? I appreciate that you just okay boomered me with that. What? <laughs> I did not okay boomer you with that. Um, if you had been talking about the optimal build for second edition, yeah, I would have would have okay boomered <laughs> that old man Walters. Jokes on you. There were no optimal builds in second edition. You just <laughs> survived. Like, I hope you make it. Yeah, that's oh. fair. So your circle choice gives you a bunch of features um, and I think it gives you a uh, spell. Some of them anyway, give you spell lists. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, they all do. Yeah, they all do. Okay. Really? Circle of dreams. Well, I don't see a spell list. It, it's at this. E- extra spells. 
You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's the yeah. Druid spell list, but you can pull some other things in. No, that's yeah. what I'm looking at. Like, yeah. like Circle of Dreams doesn't have it, but Circle of Spores has a has a specific uh, circle spell list. Oh, the, yours yours might be. Mis- I'm looking at D and D Beyond. It's it's got a spell list for Circle. Yeah, of Dreams. I'm just looking like... on D and D Beyond. Where is it? Well, they're liars to you. Then it, it, that's the literally the top Druid one. spells, but then Circle of there's Circle. No, the Circle of Dreams says Circle of Dreams features, and then it's got a bunch of features for each level. But I don't see the extra. Spells. Oh, I thought those were spells. Right, it I'm... looks the same. It does look the same. I lied to you. There's so pretty cool features. It, so maybe the, the features are so cool they're like no extra spells for you. But it, Circle of Spores have some for, spells. For Circle of Dreams at level 14, there's a bunch of things you can do at will and stuff like that. That's why. Yeah. And like and, and you can and you can use your spells in different ways. Mm-hmm. So to your point, your point was true. That yes. They don't necessarily have extra spells, but they get to do extra chicanery with their spells. Yes. That's also uh, one of the newest one, I think. That might be the newest circle. Circle of Dreams is? I think oh. so. Don't quote me I'm, on that. I feel like I'm it's obviously one of the newer just ones. looking at it alphabetically. So I'm like, well, it's the first one. So Yeah, yeah no, I, I feel I feel like it was uh one of the older ones, but I could be wrong. Well, you know what? It's mm-hmm. we're we're talking about all things druid, so that's it. I think yep. that's fine to, we, to start. We, we said we talk about druids, not timelines. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> is there a circle of time? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the circle of dreams is from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. So, oh wow! Okay. Been yeah. around for I mean, a bit. We, it's been around now, but it's not from it's the not beginning. Is yes. the yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Um. So so these the circles give you different. Uh, features and whatnot, but look, yeah, it does like, look like most of them give you like spells. Flavors well, it's, it's, too. It's, like, yeah, it, it's what's your what's your druidic focus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's uh, like it, choosing, like if you're a warlock, like choosing what your pact is with, right? Like you're a druid that is tied to the Feywild. You're a druid that is tied to death and decay and fungus. I, I would um, I would submit though the druid circles in how they actually affect your 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 character and the way you play yeah. is more profound than a warlock pact. Interesting. Because, uh, I mean I mean I feel like I'm gonna argue about warlock packs on every angle with you but that's okay well, well, no, I, I've, 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 definitely, but to be fair, I've never played a druid so well i've i've played more druids than i've played warlocks technically freely was a warlock because technically freely wasn't everything wait is but, it what wasn't freely that's it's what wasn't he wait wasn't a druid uh-huh. Uh-huh. um i feel like as a warlock you're like, okay, I made this pact, and this is where my powers come from. But then you just do your thing. I mean, like the the eldritch mm-hmm. invocations are available to almost everybody. That's the spells fair. are available to almost every. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm my my car's running on different gas, but when I hit yeah. the pedal, it go vroom. You know, yeah. whereas <laughs> druids, you're like, well, this is my car. This is my motorcycle. This is my pickup truck. This is my dump truck. Based on your circle, yeah. that's all. Um, wh- one of the things that you were talking about earlier, B Dave, was the the wild shaping. Do yes. do do all of them have a wild shape? Is that just a base level uh, druid? I almost said warlock. We're talking. <laughs> we sure. said warlock enough. They got in my head. Uh, uh, okay, so there is a base level wild shape that everybody can do. And for, honestly, to tell you the truth, those creatures aren't really that impressive. If it's if it's more for utility and exploration than fighting like you can turn into just like a spider like just spider 
or a cat or a snake. And if your DM, if your DM's not a jerk, <laughs> turning into a cat for things like spying is magnificent because mm. who suspects a cat that just walks into the room and just kind of plops on the floor while you're plotting the big robbery, you know? Every once in a while, you'll get DMs that are like, what's that cat doing here? And you're like, bro, come on. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, kitty! kitty! <laughs> <laughs> you really want to conflict your players, show yeah. the big bad evil guy playing with a cat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. I'd maybe give you a performance role to be a convincing cat. And even then they'd just be like, this cat is broken. So, this cat uh, is broken. That, that, is, that is what most, you, on a completely unrelated note, all the neighborhood strays, like I've lived where I live for about a year and a half now. And for it, they were very wary and wanted nothing to do with any of us. But now they come and hang out in our yard and like walk up to us on the corner and stuff. And like, so like we're slowly being adopted by every cat in the neighborhood. And I'm like, <laughs> Do not have kittens under my bushes because I will take them in and love them forever. Stop it. Stop it. You don't be here. There was a cat that just like chilled in the front yard all day yesterday. And when I was like coming in and out of the house, came towards me because usually would run away very yeah. skittishly. Now it's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, stop it. I don't stop. I don't want this from you. I'm seeing other cats. <laughs> I'm you know? seeing other cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I digress. That's what I'm saying. So if that's a druid while shaving sure? to get close enough, yeah. <laughs> say, are you sure your daughter hasn't been experimenting with druidry? <laughs> there's, a, to your house? there's a non-zero chance my children are summoning cats. They are my children. The there's a non-zero chance. And who knows what I may or may not have already taught them and did not at all expect for them to apply against me. So... Um, most druids are that. Like, they, they have some combat forms, but they're relatively ineffective. Uh, the Circle of the Moon, in particular, can turn into very strong things um, because they're like the wild shape specialists. And they yeah. wild shape is a bonus action, if you know much about 5th edition. It means they just do it fast. They can turn into the thing and start eating you at the same time. Whereas the other druids have to, like, turn into the thing and come back around to me and I'm going to do you such a sting. And then they do it. <laughs> You know, so. Ooh, I'm gonna growl so hard Ooh. during this turn. Ooh, <laughs> my tummy's so fluffy. You just wait and see. It's coming for you in six more seconds. Yeah. So I I, uh, I went to the the wild shape feature because uh, I, I I realized I didn't actually know what the restrictions were on mm -hmm. it. Um, and so for second level when you first get it, the restriction is you can change it to anything that's a CR one fourth, mm -hmm. uh, and it cannot have a flying or swimming speed. Example, wolf. Yeah, it's a pretty good example. Yeah. Uh, and then fourth, one half, no flying speed. Example, crocodile. I still feel like um, wolf would work. I guess, I guess it's a higher CR, so I guess. And then yeah. eighth, you can turn into a max CR of one. That is one of the things that has always bothered me about this game. And I understand. I completely understand that the CR system is completely broken. That's a rant for yeah. another day. But when you're a person and that thing is a lion... That should always be scary, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. like, it's a CR one-fourth lion. Ah, but now I'm level 10. You just get out of here. You just get out of here, you <laughs> goofy lion boy. And you I'm like, that's silly. That's still a lion. It doesn't want tummy zerberts, you know? But <laughs> I understand why it is how it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't think... Oh, I, just, I For the first time, I have a druid in my group, and I'm, I might let them... 
wild shape into some weird stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's allowed... dire lions, you know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. Sorry. I was going to say, they're not allowed to have a flying speed, so you couldn't turn into, like, a sparrow, even though that's not actually that. So, eventually you can. It's After okay. eighth level. Yeah. After eighth it's... level, you can be a sparrow. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, okay. The, the god's eyes will be on it. Yes. Um, well, it, it's because otherwise early in the game is game breaking because a lot of that yeah. stuff where you have ooh get into the keep you're like i fly up to the wall and drop well, you rope. could be an eric hoker at level one <laughs> you just shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> you know right <laughs> imagine an eric hoker i fly up to the wall and drop a rope you're surrounded by guards or uh, like what are you doing with that rope that's true imagine being an eric hoker who can't turn into a small bird and having your group be like <laughs> or as uh, as we learned on writing about dragons and shit last night you could just turn into uh, a crocodile and then climb that's up that's true yeah um, crocodilians can climb walls can climb vertical yeah. surfaces it's bananas trees. yeah google yeah. it Go yeah google crocodiles climbing trees aaron blessed us with that last night yeah, yeah like this is the end for you and you're like well okay well wow. Right, which now that's the terrible thing I'm giving to the players. To think <laughs> I can you turn into a crocodile and climb a wall straight up. See, now in my head, Cannon, somewhere out there in the infinite sea of time, a crocodile and a bear have climbed the same tree and then it just went down up there. <laughs> or, or Why did they, they become friends? I was about to say, they both got up there and they were like, Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Either it became a great sitcom or became the true duel of the fates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where Crocker Bears came from. Crocker Bear. Crocker Bears. The Egyptian gods. It's uh, the weirdest meat cute ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh th this That's is some. That's Sobek's origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is something I did not know about druids. Was It was 18th level beast spells. Beginning at 18th level, you can cast many of your druid spells in any shape you assume using wild shape. You can perform the somatic and verbal components of a druid spell while in beast form, but you cannot, uh, but you aren't able to provide material components. That's, so, I, I just love that idea huh. of just. Fireball, bah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know. A that sparrow. See, this is where this is where I would get pedantic with my DM because they're like, oh, well, it can't have uh, material components and fireball has material components. OK, well, then I turn into a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I, I you got to generate my own. I generate my own <laughs> materials. You, you, you got it. First of all, first of all. I've never been more proud of you. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> so you, this is my you dad. Gotta, you you got to be pretty pedantic to get down into the material components, unless it's something like super, super, super unique, you know, where you're like yeah. a diamond the size of a fist or something. You're like, okay, well, that's got some narrative drive. But I agree. I would absolutely turn into a bat that just rained flaming death on everyone if my uh, um, dungeon master played it that way. Or, you know, you because when you wild shape, all your stuff changes with you, right? So that's when you're like, I'm going to put my component pack over there. I'm a wild shape. I'm going to pick it up in my mouth and then I'm going to do my thing. You know what I mean? Or with my Hello. claws or with my hands or whatever. Yeah. And be wizard bear. <laughs> wizard bear. <laughs> I said a bear riding a bear that shoots bears. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that, that was cause in general as a play style for a druid. Most of their spells are concentration spells. 
so usually you cast something like call lightning or whatnot and then you wild shape and you just keep it going so it's uh they wanted to give higher level druids basically some options so you're just not always locked into that cycle which while i i realize is fair i'm like yeah but you're also get to be a kraken so are you sure you're mad you know you're like "I'm, (laughs) I'm, i'm a hydra but I just wish I could cast another fireball. You're like, I mean, I don't know, dude. You're Hydra, but okay, yep. So, and uh, there, there's a lot of features I'm realizing I just didn't know about uh, druids because I've never seen a high level one. I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like level 18, timeless body. Starting at 18th level, the primal magic that you wield causes you to age more slowly. For every yeah. 10 years that pass, your body ages only one year. That actually goes back to first edition. The druids, druids can ultimately become immortal. You never hear anybody talk about it because it doesn't actually matter. You yeah. know what I mean? That you're like, when the story's over, my character is just gonna be like uh, 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 Aowen here, just being sad when all my friends are dead. You know, as I walk the earth alone. You're like, oh, okay, great, cool, awesome. Oh my! But it's it, it, a druid it, story. It, it, it <laughs> That's why druids hang out with elves. It's true. It does give it does give some, uh, but when you're a druid elf, you can make it thousands. Oh of years. no! Um, now you have but, to hang out with dragons. Those guys true. are terrible. It's, they're the worst. Um, <laughs> it uh, it used to give you some resistance against uh, aging effects. It still does. There's just less aging effects in the game because yeah. as everybody that designed the game started getting older, they were like, "Hey, wait a second! What the hell, <laughs> race?" <You know? laughs> Because there was a time I have to have that bad knees the... in real life. I don't want to do that in my fun. Exactly. They're like, that's the worst thing. You're 50 now. Ah! <laughs> you know? Um, so that's why that's not so much of a thing anymore. Okay. Uh, and then at uh, 20th level, Arch Druid, uh, you can wild shape an unlimited number of times. <laughs> Additionally, you can ignore the verbal and somatic components of your druid spells, as well as any material component that lacks a cost and aren't consumed by a spell. Uh, You gain this benefit in both your normal shape and your beast form. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I want to play a level 20 druid so bad now. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I'm here to tell you it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, So so, some some of the circles that we we talked about briefly so we talked about dreams and spores there's also stars that um, one's bananas looking what, <laughs> yeah what 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 does the stars one do do we know so you harness the power of starlight um and you keep track yeah. records of constellations yeah. and stuff you have to wild shape into a pony first <laughs> <laughs> well your wild shape it. instead of turning into a beast you turn it, you have a starry form. You basically turn into a walking constellation. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so you shed bright light and a 10 foot radius and dim light for another 10 feet. Um, and it depends, you choose a form. So if you're an archer, uh, you have a, on a bonus action, you can make a ranged spell attack, hurling a luminous arrow at one creature within 60 feet of you. You uh, are the chalice, and then you, uh, whenever you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points, uh, you get bonus hit points restored. And then the dragon, uh, which lets you um, make a, uh, get a bonus on intelligence and wisdom checks. 
Good uh, lord. <laughs> if you, uh, for those of you that came along with us on Gax Pack, uh, Abria played a uh, Circle of the Stars druid. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining this group was like, hey, we're going to go check out the laser show at the observatory. And the druid's like, no need. <laughs> yep. I do like that that starry form when you get to fort, uh, 14th level, you are become partially incorporeal and you get resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You're made of stars. Yeah. Makes sense. But uh, remember when I said that not everybody wild shapes into creatures? This is what I was talking about. That's um, mm -hmm. or one of the examples, one of the primary examples of what I was talking about. A wildfire druid works similarly, mm -hmm. um, where you turn into a thing, but that thing is not an aminal. Yep. Yeah, I think the wildfire <laughs> druid. Uh, if I remember playing it recently, you get to you can summon a fire elemental using your wild shape. You got a you got a oh, fire spirit. You don't turn like, into the fire spirit. I'm disappointed. Nope. Well, no, it's it's I, it's just I, with you doing things. I had my mm -hmm. my old elven druid uh, summon a a bunny fire spirit. So, oh, <laughs> so you can still wild shape. It's you. It, it's you. You as an action, you can expend a use of wild shape to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't get you... to turn into a fire spirit. That's my no, yeah, that's my Correct. complaint. <laughs> well, it, it well only a circle of the moon can. A circle of the moon druid at seventeen, I think, can turn into elementals, and they can turn hey, into hey. Yeah, tenth so, level. It's at tenth level you can do oh, that. Oh, it's tenth level. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it so, costs yeah. two uses of wild shape to do that. Nope. But that's so kind of cool. You need. Cool. You need a uh, wildfire druid and a moon druid to just be friends, and then you turn into a fire elemental, and they summon their elemental, and then they also can cast summon elemental, and then you everybody's got just an elemental screw. You have like an elemental posse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, if you it's... get one of each, if you if you get one of each, you could have like a little Captain Planet kind of thing going. Yes. On. <laughs> And it's also extra cool though because the elemental you can change into is the large form of an, of elementals, not the oh. the medium size. So yep. you get you get to be a big old beefy wind boy, get that big old <laughs> big old rocket boy. I I think probably for um, a lot of Isle Champions players, the ones that the names that they're going to be familiar with the most is Circle of the Moon and Circle of the Land because that's what uh, Tyrol is, and he, and uh, his specialization are the circles. Mm -hmm. um, so Penelo Penelope Half Pint Circle of the Moon. Oh, is she? Oh, very cool. Um, circle of the Moon. Is there is there anything cool and standoutish about a, a Circle of the Land? I I know we just said Moon can do uh, elements. But uh, what the heck is thousand forms? Oh, you can just cast alter self at will. Okay, cool. Circle yeah. of the moon does, is not what I thought it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, just, I, like I do what I want. Yeah. So for circle of the land, you pick an area, uh, Arctic coast, desert, forest, grassland, mountain, swamp, or underdark. And that's the kind of land you're attuned to. And that affects the bonus spells that you get. Mm -hmm. um, you can do things like basically the OG long strider where you can just like move through stuff. You know, you have no, um, no difficult terrain, uh, at least in the area that you're attuned to. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be charmed or frightened by elementals. I don't know how often that comes up, but you know, once again, DMs, it's up to you. If they're immune to being charmed or frightened by elementals, that needs to come up as a risk at least once so yep. that they can be like, 
Um, very satisfying when you do that. Yes. Thank you for noting that because I think that's something that a, a lot of uh, DMs do I sometimes. I definitely have the DM that's like, oh, you have a solution for this? Then it's never coming up. Yeah, again. yeah, don't, <laughs> right. don't do that. Let your players be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember have a spending moment. a long time getting my like, an old character to learn Abyssal because we kept running into Abyssal and not being able to read it. And then after that, we never saw Abyssal again. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. <laughs> It's a completely different context, but uh, I was actually playing Starfinder, uh, and Jim Jam was was the storyteller. Shout out to Jim Jam. I was playing this race, and they're a four-arm race, and one of the oh, things they can that. do is they can absorb magic missiles and turn Ooh. it into energy, right? Mm -hmm. And he made a point to have someone shoot a magic missile at me for me to be like, Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, but if you think about it, in the world, literally everyone would know that. You know, yeah, everyone yeah. would be like, don't shoot this at the forearm, dude. So I that I actually get why you wouldn't, but I appreciate that I got a chance to make a use of my thing. So, yeah, give your players, always give your players a chance to shine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, 14th level, uh, Circle of the Land, they kind of have like this like um, bizarre version of like calm emotions where like uh, animals and natural creatures, like beasts or plants just kind of it's harder for them to attack you. They have to make a save. And if they don't make the save, they just sort of can't attack you. I was like, I feel like that'd be better if you just like mellowed everybody out. You just let everybody be cool. <laughs> but, you know, like Fonzie. Exactly. A calm <laughs> emotions. Scratch the animal behind the ear in the right yeah, exact right screech. spot. That's it. That's all. Maybe that's all they wanted. Has anybody checked? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I, just, I, I bring this up every time. Maybe all they want is some scratches. Um, <laughs> He's, a, he's not a bad dragon. He's just an itchy dragon. He just wants to quit this. I remember when, when we were when we were shooting one of the Magic the Gathering spots. They showed me some horrible monster, and I'm like, he just needs scratches. And the designer was like, I don't think so. And I was like, has anybody tried? She's like, I don't recommend it. And I made it. And I'm like, but has anybody tried? Okay. That's uh, that's mostly uh, Circle of the Land, more or less, high level. And when Circle of the Shepherd, um, it's the so this is where it gets weird um, because e Circle of the Shepherds is like the spirits of the land and spirits of creatures and spirits of things, you know, um, mm -hmm. which is weird. Like it's like not full blown necromancy because they're still alive, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But you, uh, it feels like it's not necromancy on a technicality, right? It's well, proto necromancy. It's proto necromancy. Yeah. Like I'm gonna talk to your spirit while it's still in you, you know? Um, yeah. And they're they they. I was about to say they seem more pacifistic, but the land actually has a lot of pacifistic stuff. Um, but you're because of your connection with the spirits of the creatures, you can like uh, you have totems that are not so dissimilar to the uh, um, barbarian totems. Where you can like, uh, you can have a bear spirit or a hawk spirit or a unicorn spirit. Unicorn spirit, unicorn. Um, which gives protection to all your allies nearby. Oh, I was making fun of turning into a pony for the stars, but you get to have a unicorn spirit. Um, then uh, you can summon stronger things. So where like the circle of the moon can turn into stronger creatures. Uh, circle of the shepherd can summon stronger creatures with um, when you use your summoning magic. There's more hit points and do more damage and things. Um, you can summon um, uh, stronger beasts. So basically, it is, it is Circle of the Moon, but for summoning. 
that's what <laughs> the shepherd is. Yeah. And then every every level you get to do stronger and stronger things and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting. I don't know that I've seen anybody play one of those. Um, which, which means now I might have to just out of spite. This is a challenge. <laughs> I was I was looking through more of the circle of the moon uh, as you were talking and how it's just like if you want a wild shape, you 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 will do some wild shaping and beat face with this. Like this is huh? ridiculous. And then I sat here and went. <sighs> I bet I can. I bet I know something before I check it. And I went and checked. Yep, my new player that's a uh, druid is a thirteenth level <laughs> circle of the moon druid. That's gonna be it's, fun. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's they can get out of hand, but I'm telling you, dear friends, you put three levels of bear totem barbarian, just slap it on there, <laughs> and then you reckless attack too. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm a bear that can't get killed and i'm gonna reckless attack and if you kill that bear i'm just gonna turn back into an elf and then into a bear and then i'm gonna reckless attack so yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> imagine this giant bear shrinks into the person and goes guess what still mad look down at their hands for a second and they're a halfling again and they're like well, yeah why i ought to run. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. They're back all over you again. Mm -hmm. You wear uh, them down. It's attrition. <laughs> Why I gotta? Um, okay, uh, we we do have a few questions from chat, but any, any other things that you you guys wanted to talk about with druids before we check in with them? They used to be an absolute joke. Then they became game breaking gods. Now they're just <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> feels like the the like. Like the deep history of a fantasy novel. Once we were ridiculous, <laughs> then we crushed worlds. <laughs> now we're just trying to live in the moment. <laughs> Love it. You know, there's um, also, also completely, completely, completely unrelated, and I'm not going to back it up in any way whatsoever. Uh, the only spells you ever actually see Gandalf cast are all druid spells. Yup. Do it. Uh, do with that what you will. Um, I, I do. I do want to point out. Uh, ye, ye old dice goblins comment in chat. Circle of the shepherd equal. Bring your own minis. <laughs> <laughs> but then they become bring your own maxis. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but yes. Um, okay, let's see what chat's been up to. First off, with Stabigail the Cobalt question. So, why do druids have their own secret language? So they can talk about everybody else behind their back. Yeah, I mean, come exactly. on. They're like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, did you see Matthew's garden? <sighs> Trash. <laughs> Similar to thieves can't. Although thieves yeah. can't is to do crime. Druidic is to throw shade. Yeah. That's my best guess. Because like, yeah, it is a little bit what I guess. I guess there is something sort of ritualized about the way that druids interact and so it could be that this is like kind of like a liturgical language that they've repurposed mm -hmm. um to i really firmly believe in my heart talk trash yeah about non-druids that's the canon i'm going for yeah druids I mean, are catty you got it literally literally <laughs> so when when you look at that cat that is judging you it's actually judging you you know and then gonna go tell other and and i i, th I think uh, also on a meta level it's another nod to the fact that the actual druids the actual celts we know so little about what they actually did and so much of their stuff is unknown so it's like well they just had a language we didn't know 
There you go. It's druidic. <laughs> Someone said uh, druidic language grows shade like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Jamek unyielding question. Uh, could we see Tasha as a, uh, as a future episode topic, uh, possibly, uh, paired with another character, uh, like how you did, uh, L'Oreal and Elminster. Uh, could be, could be a fun I'm, one. I'm like, Tasha's been like five characters. So yeah, it's true. We, we, we will do uh, it's all Tasha episode. <laughs> oops, oops, all Tasha. Oops, all Tasha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I love that one. Yes, yeah. So yeah, we could we could definitely uh, give that a shot at some point. There there may be things happening, you know, uh, in a certain campaign that have relevance to that. So you know, we'll see what happens. What? What? Certain so, certain campaigns, certain characters. What? So weird. So weird. What? Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the lurking writer is Tyrrell, not Egon Spangler. And you know what? Now I can't unsee that. New skin, new skin. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to the art department after this episode. I feel, like, I feel like I can hear people going, the licensing. The licensing, the licensing. from here. No, no. Legally <laughs> distinct. Legally distinct. It's the real Egon Spangler. Yeah, yeah. No, you just you just put him in, in tan overalls with a yep. backpack and you know he, if his moonbeam happens to change from you know that that white blue to like yellow and red think you know say. things happen things happen say. whatever yeah um god dang it i shouldn't know that there were going to be a bunch of these cassius through the five questions so is peter venkman a bard rogue or both <laughs> Ooh. oh god what would what would pink pete venkman's class be so okay hang on we 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 got to grade this on a curve though because are we giving them the current classes or are we giving them the classes as would have been at the time i think we should do current i think we should do current classes then vankman is both he's a bard rogue bard rogue yeah i i i I, I, (laughs) sneaky and everybody look at me (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i'm down for that 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 seems appropriate um God, I I used to have I, since I reorganized my room, I don't have my ridiculous toys in reach. I, I had a really cool Pete Bateman toy at one point. Um, Lurking writer says, "Question: What role do deities play in the magic of druids? None, some, or lots? Uh, are there any particular gods, godlike things that aid druids or uh, look favorably upon them?" There are gods that look favorably upon them. Um, it's hard to be in the Forgotten Realms and be like, meh, gods. Meh. They're just everywhere, right? Um, but there, it, it isn't clear that their magic, I don't think their magic comes from gods. I think it comes from their interactions with nature. So they're separated. But some of the gods that druids frequently like, Aurel, who's the goddess of winter, great for an Arctic circle of the land druid. Uh, Shantea, who's the goddess of like harvest and um, bounty. Uh, Eldath, who's a god of like, I think like quiet places and waterfalls. Um, Malar, the beast lord, uh, whose worshippers have, we have discussed previously as having some interesting decisions about how best to do that. Uh, Mieliki, who is like a unicorn goddess. Um, Sylvanas, uh, who is a god of wild places. Talos, who's a storm god. Um, and Umberly, who is the goddess of the uh, cruel and treacherous sea. That you're like, please don't hurt me. Did you get Salune in there, by the way? Salune was on, uh, not on this list, but I think Salune makes a lot of sense, especially moon, because he sure. uh, circled the moon. Yeah. Here's, here's where it gets wonky. There's nature domain clerics that worship nature. <laughs> so, Wait, what? Is oh, there yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it <laughs> gets, gets wonky. 
I love the idea you could have an atheist druid, though. <laughs> you really could. But well, no, I I like the idea though of of a <laughs> cleric, a nature cleric. The, the druid shows up. The druid's just like, I love nature so much, and they're like, but do you though? Like I, I think I feel I think I might love it more. <laughs> I mean, me, me being me, and I can by no means guarantee that this would be a functional build. But you could be a nature cleric and a druid, oh. <laughs> and you're like, I love nature. I love nature. <laughs> I was gonna say you should be like a tabaxi, but actually you should be like the most vanilla dwarf ever. That was a nature druid. Slash uh, a nature cleric really slash cool. druid. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm now looking at the nature domain. That is that would be a lot of fun to do. Because mm -hmm. isn't isn't druids also off of wisdom? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you could do a great build with this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I don't know how it would sync up with like getting the right spells and abilities and whatnot, but you could do you could do it. Let me rephrase. You can do any of these. There's many that you just should not. Uh, this might actually surprise you how well it worked. Yeah. I shall do some theory crafting. Ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Banana Mobster says, question. Do tabaxi... Love that name. Oh, yeah. Banana Mobster uh, is fantastic. Really did, did, did the uh, uh, little fan art thing of me with my lightsaber on us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Banana Mobster. You're the best. Uh, question: Do Tabaxi or Leonin Druids wild shape into cats, or do they find it weird? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like the Eric Coker with the, the sparrow. Yeah. That I don't know. Yeah, or like a, pers a person turning into a monkey, maybe. I don't know. Actually, that I like it both ways. Root tabaxi, you're like, no, that's bizarre. <laughs> or also just doing it, and people are like, is that weird? The tabaxi's like, why would it be weird? Just, I'm not a cat. Exactly. And then don't break eye contact. I said, why would it be weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea that the tabaxi's like, no, I, I don't wild shape into cats anymore. Well, yeah, why is that? Because in that form, I can't stop the urge of cleaning myself and it hangs on after I change back. <laughs> sure. I, see, I was thinking about a tabaxi that just felt really dirty every time it wild shaped into a wolf. Cassius335, question, Freely does not have uh, slow aging, correct? Is that, no. No. <laughs> no, he fully expects to die. <laughs> yeah. He's burning no. the candle on all the ends. He is. Technically, Penelope does. Technically, she, she should outlive him by, by, a, wide, uh, by a wide margin because she's a level 20 druid, so her aging is slowed. Yeah, no, but he's, uh, no, he's just out there full contact living, friend. Um, <laughs> let's see. The Lurking Writer question. Um... <laughs> This is in reference to Captain Planet. Heart elementals win. <laughs> That's the, you could also do the fire ones because you got heartburn. Um, uh, Ryan Hayden has the last question. Uh, is there any way in D&D &D to turn into a gummy bear? Are we talking about the cartoon or are we talking oh, that, that about was, the actual I, candy? Oh, yeah, there, there was a gummy bear the, the bouncy, show. The bouncy bears. See, I, I want, want to do a you, Care Bear Circle of the Moon. <laughs> you want to know exactly where my mind went, um, and this means absolutely nothing for content that may be coming down the pipeline. If you have both the hand and eye of Vecna, you can make a touch attack and turn a creature's bones into jelly and reduce them to zero hit points. 
And I'm like, that's how you end up as a gummy bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Well, that is uh, that's all the questions uh, that we got. Thank you, chat, so much. Uh, but I think that's a good place to wrap this up since uh, we we've got a full day of uh, content ahead of us. Uh, so, friends, where can people find you and what awesome things you're working on? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can listen to my podcast, our podcast. Uh, the three of us do a podcast called Writing About Dragons and Shit uh, on Spotify or wherever you like to download your podcasts. Um, you can join me on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawlers every Monday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific for Concentration Check, a co-writing show. You can come and get some work done with me. Um, and then again on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. for uh, Dungeon Scrawlers, an actual play show with a bunch of fantasy writers. We're back in Candlekeep this week. I mean, where can't you find me? Uh, but this week, question. tomorrow... Strange Things, D&D, can be a lot of fun. Uh, tonight, Legends of the Multiverse, uh, Travis McElroy and DJ Knight are uh, going to be on there with us at 5 Pacific on D&D, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, normally, tomorrow's the Black Dice Society, but we are dark tomorrow because everybody's traveling and con season is kicking back in. Uh, just follow me on the Tweetograms at Walters, and uh, you'll know where I am and what I'm doing. Uh, you can fo- uh, follow me on. T- t- ah, I can't speak today. It's just it's a day. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there, and you can find me anywhere the Al Champions community is because I'm the community manager, and that's where I will be. Uh, thank you so much to Martin for moderating in the chat today and doing a fa- fantastic job. And thank you to Codename Entertainment for uh, giving us a chance to have some fun, talk about some D and D. Like I said, we've got a lot of stuff going on today. It's a full day of spree- uh, streaming, and uh, we are uh, uh, tying it off at the end, uh, 3 p.m. with a uh, charity game run by. Lauren Urban to celebrate the release of Amani the Songbird. Yeah, uh, uh, so that starts at 3 p.m. with a fantastic cast. So please uh, come check that out, and we will be uh, around all day with shows. So stay right there. Uh, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, champions out. Mm-hmm.